Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. Hope all is well in your world. As we uh, kick into Wednesday, what's really interesting about this, here we are just one day closer to big election night. Before we get there, I want to mention something else because I think it's worth mentioning. With all of the hysteria, about climate change and how this has turned into an ongoing trend toward permanent catastrophe and chaos. This is what we've been told for the past few years about the hurricanes. They're getting worse and worse. Now it's happening this year. Despite the fact we experienced Ian some days ago, what we've had in 2022 has been a below normal hurricane season for the number of storms. Below normal. Quieter than the last few years. Now, I put this caveat on this. We still have a few weeks left, as I understand it. Just a few weeks left in hurricane season. But it's very unlikely that we're going to catch up with where we've been before. I say this just as a reminder. First off, it's something to be thankful for. Second off, it's another reminder of how anyone who communicates to you some idea of certainty about things of this nature has absolutely Absolutely no idea what they're talking about. That's the point that I'm making. We can barely get weather correct. The idea of getting climate correct is really rather foolish. And this is yet another example. I thought that would be a great place to begin today. On the political front, by the way, I was quite intrigued yesterday. I was chatting with a friend of mine. In fact, the person who sent me the random message wanting to know my date of birth, which was really random. And where it led was a conversation about political registration. And the person had actually looked me up and said, You're a Republican. It's like, Oh my goodness, 
And what surprised me is this person thinks it's cool. I was quite surprised because I was so sure this person was going to be liberal. It just goes to show you again, you just never, never know. On the contests for next week, Breitbart reporting analysts have moved 10 House races in favor of GOP candidates with one week to go. Analysts at the nonpartisan Cook Political Report have moved the rating for 10 congressional districts in favor of the Republican candidates. Cook Political explaining that many of the congressional districts President Joe Biden won comfortably during the last presidential election are now at risk because Democrat governors are underperforming. In comparison, Republicans, they're surging as they focus on high crime and skyrocketing inflation. The report explained the safest Democrats are in states that do not have competitive statewide races. Well, (laughs) that makes sense. And I'll just give you a little bit of an overview because this is going to have an impact on all of us. All of these races across the country, California, several districts, one change from likely Democrat to lean Democrat, one solid Democrat to lean, another one from lean Democrat to toss up. This is not a good sign, folks. That's California. California. In Illinois, they have a couple of races with Democrats, Democrat incumbents, moving from likely Democrat to lean Democrat. New Jersey, likely to lean. New York State, a couple of open seats currently held by a Democrat, moving from lean Democrat to toss-up. Oregon, this is crazy. 5th Congressional District, open seat, currently held by a Democrat. It's moved from toss-up to lean Republican. Oregon, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) this is pretty amazing. And I'm just telling you, There's just no telling what's going to happen on election night. Cook Political also indicating some open seats allow the Republicans to remain closer to spending parity. And all the open seats are in states where the GOP candidates and the governor's races are surging. And this is going to help the down-ballot races. Some of the seat shifts due to redistricting. That's one of the factors. But the most recent round of changes to the district show 212 seats are rated at least lean Republican, 188 lean Democrat, 35 toss-up. If the House Republicans can win all of the lean, likely, and solid Republican races, they would only need to win six of the toss-up races to regain the majority of the House. That's compared to the Democrats needing to win 29 of the toss-up Racist to stay in the majority. 29 out of 35. The Democrats need to do that to stay in the majority. Let me just tell you tonight, this morning, it ain't going to happen. Just not going to happen. Overall, Cook Political says the Republicans would gain between 12 and 25 seats. So that's where things stand this morning. 
just a few days away from Election Day. I really love, again, you've probably seen this by the comments that I made just a few minutes ago about climate and weather and hurricanes. The same applies to politics. Sometimes the experts have no idea what they're talking about. Daily Beast, again, hardly a right-wing publication. She was supposed to be unelectable. Now she's the favorite. Subtitle for the story, Toxic Lake, by the leftist Daily Beast. Carrie Lake poised to be the next Arizona governor. Democrats are wondering how that happened. This was not supposed to happen, ladies and gentlemen. The experts, the experts all told us, this woman doesn't have a prayer. Not a chance. And once again, it appears they did not know what they're talking about. We'll go into this as we continue. More gaffes by our president, this time in Florida, going down to try to counter Ron DeSantis. I think the man needs to go back into the basement. Just saying. Failed efforts in dealing with books in Greenville County. We'll delve into that. And by listener request, we will talk about Emmett Till. We'll tell you why that particular case is back in the news. A new film that is out. That much more as we continue our Wednesday broadcast. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. And back as we tell you what is taking place all across the country, the fresh reminder to you, if you're within the sound of my voice, in both Carolinas, it is time to go out and vote now. Early voting underway. In North Carolina, early voting started October 20th. The last day is the 5th of November, which is Saturday. Saturday with the last day of early voting. Same thing in the state of South Carolina. 
with early voting starting October 24th and the 5th of November, 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock is when early voting will end. So make sure that you get out and vote. Absolutely essential that you get that done. I started telling you about Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake is a person who was not supposed to be a serious candidate. Not supposed to be viable. I have a sense of kinship to her. And we may be in a place where we have very different views. I don't need to go into those now. In fact, I had a friend send a text me yesterday evening with an idea of um, having a sense of humor, saying, you two should run together. (laughs) Yes, that's definitely a big joke. But I was telling you about the Daily Beast story, recognizing, recognizing that Carrie Lake is now in position to be the next Arizona governor. Democrats, they cannot believe this. This was not supposed to happen. Not long ago, many in Arizona wondered how Carrie Lake, the far-right, Trump-loving, media-bashing, former local TV news anchor, could possibly win a campaign for governor in a swing state. (laughs) Can you just feel the vitriol in this first line? Now many are wondering how Lake could possibly lose. During a heated primary, Lake's GOP rivals tagged her as toxic and unelectable. Many Democrats hoped she'd be the nominee, believing she was a sure bet to collapse under the bright lights of a general election campaign. They thought, great. I hope she wins. She'll be easy to take out. Didn't work that way, did it? In the last three months, something else has happened. Lake quickly consolidated Republican support, and her boisterous Trump-style rallies have served as a show of the GOP faithful's remarkably high level of enthusiasm for her gubernatorial bid. In the process, Lake has overshadowed the cautious campaign of her Democratic rival, Secretary of State Katie Hobbs, who is an experienced public official, but a low-key campaign presence. In other words, she's boring as hell. That's the bottom line here. As she struggles to match among Democrats the intensity Lake sparks among Republicans, Hobbs has focused on policy roundtables. And emphasizing issues like abortion access to turn out her base and reach independent voters. She's hardly even pretended to tack to the center. But Carrie Lake has leveraged her name recognition from her debates on Phoenix TV and the stiff headwinds facing Democrats in the economy to win over voters outside the diehard GOP base. If the polls are any indication, the strategy may be paying off. She's led or tied in all recent surveys of the race, though most of the margins, they're tight. In the final days of the campaign, uneasiness spreading among those who are alarmed. Arizona could elevate the next big star of the MAGA right as their governor. It's the end of the world! Gay Willis. An interior designer from Scottsdale said she was praying to God Lake wouldn't win and hoped Hobbs would put herself out there a little more. She's recognizing that she's being overshadowed. 
Carrie Lake comes across as someone who wants something, said Stephen Martin, a retiree and loyal Democrat outside a polling place in Scottsdale. Katie Hobbs comes across as someone who wants to be left alone. Wow. That is not good. This is a Democrat. One Democrat operative from Arizona who requested anonymity to speak candidly said a Hobbs win is still possible. Predicted Democrat ceiling on November 8th might consist of Senator Mark Kelly winning re-election and Adrian Fontes defeating the 2020 truther Mark Fincham in the contest for Secretary of State. In an interview after a Planned Parenthood roundtable in downtown Phoenix, Hobbs said she had to run a campaign that's authentic to who I am. Carrie Lake's running the campaign she's running. We're running the campaign we're running. We're focused on talking to those undecided voters and making sure we're getting the voters out that we need to vote for us in this election. Yeah. Let's see how this works out. She added, I don't see we're losing ground. Every single poll has been statistically tied in the margin of error, and I trust the data we're seeing in our polling, and I feel really good about our path to victory in this race. So this is really interesting. By the way, how concerned are they out there in Arizona? Well, this is how concerned they are. Putting a lot of money in this race. Today, Former President Barack Obama headlining a Phoenix rally for both Hobbs and Kelly. They're bringing out the big guns. Notice who's not out there. Mr. Magoo. (laughs) That would hardly be helpful to have him show up. Speaking of Mr. Magoo. How about this? So Mr. Magoo is down campaigning for candidates in Florida. And it's really sad to watch because as he's doing so, we're seeing the same things that we've always known and loved about Mr. Magoo. This was a stump speech that took place yesterday. And, you know, it's really sad. I'm, I'm serious when I say this. I'm not being a smart aleck when I say this. But I feel really bad as I'm listening to this because uh, the guy's all over the place. So this is a stump speech. And for the second time, he gets a very, very important detail about the death of his own son wrong. This is like twice within a week. And even mainstream news media agencies have noticed this listen to what biden had to say yesterday evening and they talk about inflation you know we're dealing with it for a whole second inflation is a worldwide problem right now because of a war in iraq and the impact on oil and what russia's doing i mean excuse me the war in in ukraine and uh think of iraq because that's where my son died the, uh, because the, uh, but the point is that they're, uh, you know, that's why it's up. We have the lowest inflation rate of almost any major country in the world. Uh, so sad. The truth is, Bo Biden died at Walter Reed Medical Center. It is thought perhaps he did 
suffer as the result of some circumstances in Iraq that ultimately caused him to lose his life. And the war is not in Iraq. It's Ukraine. I don't know much to say about this, ladies and gentlemen. Stay with us. You ready for this? Why is he going to do this? The speech will be delivered from the Capitol because that's where there was an attempt to subvert our democracy. Oh my gosh. I don't know about you. I'm so sick of this crap. They're going to keep beating this horse. This is all they've got. It's two things. Abortion and January 6th. This is all they've got. So they're going to continue to try to beat this drum and stir up fear. After the attack on Paul Pelosi, you heard Mika Brzezinski yesterday and her nonsense trying to tie this again to January 6th. This is crazy. Absolutely crazy is what it is. But the sad thing is a lot of people will fall for this. Oh, he's so concerned about democracy. Our country. Yeah, right. Over on the text line. We begin with this one. Good morning, Vince. It's Holy Hump Day. <laughs> Let's all take that moment and give thanks. We've reached the peak of the week. And we're on our way to Friday. Thank God. Vincent, tell these idiots control a plain old rainstorm. They can just stop talking. Amen. <laughs> Not even a rainstorm, folks. A simple rainstorm. But we're going to control the planet by getting the climate under control, aren't we? Vince, I'm betting both Senate races in Georgia and Pennsylvania will be too close to call, will not be decided Tuesday night, may take days or weeks. And then finger-pointing, the other side cheated. God forbid. I hope it's so overwhelming and that both Democrat candidates get their clock cleaned. I mean, we're talking about, especially in the state of Georgia, you're talking about a socialist. This guy is a socialist. And in Pennsylvania... For God's sake, this guy really belongs in a treatment facility. If for nothing else, just to rest for a few months and for people to leave him alone and let the man rest? It's crazy. But the political vultures are going to try to get everything they can out of him, hoping he'll win. Vince, these giddy fantasies are just that, unless we get off our butts and vote. We don't need crybaby conservatives throwing the races, as happened in Georgia. We cannot let up. 
Alan out of Gastonia, you are so right. And we must not forget those races were thrown. They were thrown away by Republicans. Only Republicans can take responsibility for that. Vince, before people listen to Obama, they need to remember who he picked for his running mate. (laughs) That's good. That is a brilliant observation. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure he's also shaking his head as he watches. Biden lies so much, he doesn't even know what the truth is anymore. Mix that with his cognitive issues. He's just a sad walking disaster. And the media won't call him out because of his apparent condition. Heaven forbid a political candidate actually discuss policy and not talk in empty platitudes. Government is not a pro-wrestling match, Vince. Well, it's pretty much turned into that lately, hasn't it? Vince Biden's comments started off as a lie. His energy policies sparked the inflation, not a war. It's difficult to elaborate when one is lying. Yes, it is. <laughs> Boy, this texter. I uh, will have to send a message to him. Not sure if he's still here, but I'll be praying for him. He's really upset because January 6th was a big deal. Oh, my goodness. If it were Democrats, you would be losing your tiny clown mind. No, I would be waiting for law enforcement to do their job. Because there's nothing, nothing else for anybody else to do of substance. Fear, ignorance, and the slaughter of the innocents in abortions. The sacraments of the Democratic Party. They will fight hard and dirty for the authority to become the gods of America. Yeah. Vince, the only people falling for this crap are the idiots who believe Biden and watch mainstream media. So Biden says the whole world's inflation problems are worse than ours. Never thought I'd have a president say our saving grace is at least we don't suck as bad as everybody else. Wow, that's hardly a kind thing to say about America, is it? Well, we don't suck as badly as the others. That's pretty sobering, isn't it? But when you have people who really do not embrace America and Americanism, that's what you get, right? Well, things have fizzled out down in the upstate. Greenville County Council. That resolution we told you about. The effort to restrict books promoting sexuality in the children's section, it failed. Nine to three was the vote, I believe. This has been an ongoing battle since June. A number of people on both sides spoke out last night. Councilman Joe Dill took up the matter after being asked by the Greenville County GOP. He said the resolution was to help support the library, but several local LGBTQ plus organizations against the resolution saying it was targeting a certain group. It failed 9-3. Still saying he's not giving up the fight. We need to support the library. I'm going to support the library board. On the other side, co-founder of the upstate South Carolina LGBT Chamber of Commerce, Nathan Brown, 
telling WYFF, it seems like logic has prevailed, at least for the majority of the council. We appreciate they haven't rushed the decision. This is a topic that needs proper dialogue, and it gives the council a chance to actually have a conversation. So, no book banning in Greenville, in the library, for now. Still to come on the broadcast, we are going to talk about the possibility of another war. Yes, another war. Who would possibly start this? This, a country in the Middle East. We will delve into this with a couple of versions of this story. Also, new information about the attack on Paul Pelosi. There's a place that this home was actually monitored, but no one was watching. We'll talk about that, and we'll delve into the Emmett Till story. Back in the news because of a new movie, that much more as we continue our Wednesday broadcast. Stay with us. Wow, this text line has just been scrolling away. Let's pick up here. Obama picked Biden for insurance, as nobody would assassinate or impeach him for fear of Biden taking control. (laughs) Biden picked Kamala for the same reason. That's so sad. Vince Biden keeps lying about his son, Bo, dying in Afghanistan. Actually, a rock in this case. His family being a gold star family. This man has convinced himself of this. It's a disgrace, complete disrespect to actual gold star families. Uh, boy. Election in the U.S. next week. Russia talking about nukes. It's all connected. This person on the Greenville library story so then books that are anti-lgbt can be put in the libraries as well right mm-hmm. can always try it i'm 100 percent against having those books however we should be careful about allowing book banning this could lead to other books being banned as well by the other side be a parent protect your kids it's your responsibility not the county library certainly not the government January 6th, it was a big day. Gas, $1.59 a gallon in Malden, South Carolina. Now it's three twenty-nine, And we were exporting to the world. Now we're importing from countries who hate us. Carl, you are so right. Let me guess. The Pelosi Security Service was installed and monitored by the same people who are supposed to be watching Epstein's cell. <laughs> yeah, right. Something like that. Then somebody talked about politics and wrestling. Speaking of, when I see John Fetterman, I see somebody who looks like a washed-up wrestler trying to get back in the ring, but nobody wants him. He does look like a wrestler, doesn't he? It's really weird. Vince, I do think you and Carrie Lake should be on the same ticket. Let's carry the Coke all the... (laughs) All the way to the lake. 
Can't think of a more convincing ticket. Jeff, your puns are worse than mine. Two thoughts. The abortion issue, somebody needs to ask the important question, where does life begin? Also, President Biden's bringing up the mantra of the Republicans will ruin Social Security and Medicare. No one's talking about this. It's the economy, stupid. Yeah. That it is. I've got to save this text and send this to my friend. He will absolutely get a kick out of this after having a little fun with the idea of me running for office, which is quite amusing. I want to delve into a couple of things as time permits. First off, the concern about a possibility of war. This one seems to come out of nowhere. Fox News reporting the U.S. and Saudi Arabia on high alert after Saudi intelligence shared with U.S. indicated that Iran is expected to carry out an attack on targets in Saudi Arabia. Officials from both countries told the Journal about the concern over coming attacks. Saudi officials said in addition to Saudi Arabia, Iran is looking to strike Iraq, where U.S. troops are located, in the town of Erbil. The planned attacks are said to be intended as a distraction from protests taking place in Iran against the Islamic nation's leadership. It would make sense. Pentagon Press Secretary, Air Force Brigadier General Pat Ryder, said during a news briefing, the U.S. remains concerned about the threat situation in the region and is in regular contact with Saudi officials. Adding, we'll reserve the right to protect and defend ourselves no matter where our forces are serving, whether in Iraq or elsewhere. Ryder declining to give information about any specific threat. On the other hand, CNN has more specific information, apparently, about the intelligence. What is this intelligence indicating? Well, it's an apparent imminent attack on energy infrastructure in the Middle East, particularly in Saudi Arabia. Can you imagine? Think about this. Can you imagine the disruption this would cause if they attack oil fields, for instance? Can you imagine? I mean, you think the oil prices has been bad. Do you imagine what would happen? A Saudi official told CNN. Saudi Arabia shared intelligence of a possible attack with the U.S. A second U.S. official said U.S. F-22 fighter jets already in Saudi Arabia are available to counter any threats. And we're told there's been no increase in U.S. military protection levels in the region as the U.S. military is not believed to be a target. That's a little different than what we were hearing before, the possibility that our troops could be in danger in Iraq. The State Department spokesperson, Ned Price, saying the U.S. is concerned about the threat picture and in constant contact through military diplomatic intelligence channels with the Saudis. So, they've also added, if we have information that is precise, that is credible, that could potentially pose a threat to the American citizen community, then they are ready to take action. So, keep your eyes on Iran now. (laughs) This could be a very interesting week in the run-up to the election. 
Stay with us. Hour number two is straight ahead.